So I called my really good family friend and um, FBI vet on the West Coast, Chris Purcell. And I was like, I don't know what to do. And she's like, you just need to take him to the clinic. And while this was happening, he pretty much walked under a tree, laid down and closed his eyes. Welcome to the Major League Eventing Podcast, the show for eventing fans, by eventing fans. And as usual, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Main and Tail, Karen. Oh, yeah. So, listen, the holidays are coming, and we have the perfect gift for the young horse lover in your life, Karen. Yes. Yeah, we have the Main and Tail Spirit Untamed shampoo and conditioner and detangler yes ma'am yep now we were just out to dinner with our good friend devin who creates these formulas mm-hmm. for main and tail karen yes devin's the owner yes he is of main and tail straight arrow products they said they made this entire formula brand new so this is not the other shampoos just in a new bottle this is its own brand new unique formula just for the youngsters in your life right karen yeah, and it smells great too. It smells great too. Yeah, caramel apple scent. Caramel apple. Perfect. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> I'm going to smell like caramel apple. Maybe I can use this. This is just for kids. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's super silky smooth. They can use it every day. It's like I said, it's a brand new formula. So it's good for your, 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 your young people's gentle hair. It's good for frizzy hair. So go ahead and check it out. It's your favorite retailer. Spirit Untamed by Mane and Tail, right, Karen? Yes. You want to smell like caramel apple, don't you? Oh, yeah. So Who wouldn't? Yeah, so perfect stock and stuff for, for, for the holiday season. So, Karen, you've had your Fairfax and Favorite Virginias for, for a, a while now, and I see you wearing them. It's great. It's a great fall outfit, you know, uh, a shoe, and you've been wearing them, and everyone gives you lots of compliments. But tell me, how do they feel, and how are they holding up now that you have them for a couple months? They are holding up really good. There is a memory foam for the foot, so they're nice and comfortable. I can wear them all day long, and they do not bother me. And there's also a hidden stretch panel. So they do look like they're form-fitted, but they actually stretch, and it makes it really nice and comfortable. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I know a lot of people ask you all the time. They say, oh, they, they, you know, my legs aren't going to fit in there or anything like that. So you're saying they got a little bit of stretch in them to kind of... Yeah, and they also have a sporting fit. So they're great for whatever size you are. Very cool. So Fairfax and Baber definitely has all the bases covered. All of them. And you can switch out the tassels. Yeah, the tassels are cool. So whatever you're wearing, you can have a tassel to match. Which is kind of cool. I I know I'm a guy and all that, but it is kind of cool to say you have one pair of boots. Think about it. You just buy a different tassel. Voila. Voila. A whole new boot. Well, or another pair of boots. In a different color. That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I'm, I'm, you're breaking up, Karen. I don't hear you so well. So. How do people find out about Fairfax and Favor, Karen? Oh, they just go to fairfaxandfavor.com. Fairfaxandfavor.com. Mm-hmm. Triple Crown Feed. Oh, Karen. yeah. Triple Crown. Big fans of Triple Crown Feed. They have a t- tons of, of great products out there. Mm-hmm. Premium stuff. Karen, what do you got to say over there? So Triple Crown has formulas that are tailored to your horse's unique needs and help support immunity and gut health. Find your local Triple Crown Feed dealer by going to triplecrownfeed.com. Triplecrownfeed.com. That's a little bit of a tongue twister. Triplecrownfeed.com. 
They have a great feed locator. They have yes. a great feed com- comparison tool on their website. I encourage everyone to get over there. Check out Triple Crown Feeds website. Check out the different products. Check out what makes them so special. And give them a shot, right, Karen? Oh, yeah. Support the people to support the show. Taylor Harris Insurance Services. There for all equestrians, amateur, and the professional. For all types and all breeds. No matter what discipline or level, Taylor Harris is committed to excellence in serving you and protecting the horses you love. Taylor Harris Insurance Services, your worldwide equine insurance specialists. It's go time. You ready? <laughs> I'm Karen. And I'm Rob. Karen, super excited for today's Major League Eventing podcast. Yeah. Quit your laughing over there. What's so funny? <laughs> you. Karen's laughing at me. She hurts my feelings. <laughs> Today we have a very special guest, Karen. Mm-hmm. Rising star in the sport. Yes. Karen, for yes, sure. So uh, she is a four-star eventer mm-hmm. and a member of the under 25 training list yes. for the USEF. So welcome to the show, Charlotte Babbitt. Welcome. Thanks. Thank you guys so much for having me. Well, we're super glad that you joined yeah. us. This is a lot of fun. We always nice. like to meet new people. We've never met Charlotte, Karen. Yeah, no, never. So this is lots of yeah, lots, lots of fun. Yeah, lots of fun. So, Charlotte, we're super excited to talk to you. Thank you. Me too. Yeah. So, hey, we're not in the same room as usual. It seems as like usual. we never are with no, anybody We got to travel. We got to get some traveling in. Let's do it. <laughs> so, uh, Charlotte, where are you coming to us from? Where are you right now? I am in Ocala, Florida, in my house, um, right around the corner from my home base, where I've been basing since the beginning of this year. Okay. okay. Ocala. That sounds kind of nice right now. Yeah, especially with it being cold up here. Yeah, I know. So, Charlotte, can you take us back and tell us how you got your start in riding and then into eventing? Yeah, so... I grew up in South Lake Tahoe, so there aren't a ton of horses there, but my mom rode growing up and throughout like her young adulthood, um, and she, I think when I was like five or six, she was like, you want to go take a riding lesson? And I was like, yeah, for sure. So I started taking lessons like once a week um, from a friend of hers, and I was one of those kids that just wanted to play every single sport. So it kind of went in and out of consistency. And I think when I was eight or nine, I was kind of leaning towards riding. And so I started taking lessons a couple times a week throughout the entire year. Um, And then when I was like 10, I think I wanted to start jumping and the horse I was riding at the lesson facility didn't really do any jumping. So we started looking for a horse for me. Um, and we ended up getting my first horse when I was 10 and he had done like, I think he'd gone preliminary, but not very well. He, he was, he's like a quarter horse. Like he doesn't, not really much of an event horse, but he tried really hard. And so at that point I was playing basketball very competitively as well as riding. Um, my cousin is Frankie Terry at Stutes, and so I... We've heard of her watching. once or twice. Yeah. We've heard of her. Sounds familiar. How come she didn't say, get my cousin I on, No, Come on, Frankie. What's up with Frankie? <laughs> um, I was just messing with Frankie uh, today, and here she's your cousin. It's like, Frankie, she just read she just did the news today. I'm sorry to interrupt you. 
No worries. Um, so I was watching her event and there was a girl at the barn I was at that also was eventing and starting through the young rider ranks. And I was like, that seems really cool. So I took my horse to a couple of schooling shows and he wasn't much a fan of cross country. And I started riding him more in the dressage um, while also playing basketball. And I got a lot more serious in basketball. So horses kind of took the back burner for a couple of years there. Um, and then I was like, no, this is what I want to do. And I think I was in eighth grade when I basically gave myself a goal of finishing a novice cross country course because he didn't want to do that. But that was my goal. And I told myself I had to finish at Woodside International, the novice cross country, if I was going to get a new horse. So I did that. (laughs) And then um, I went up to Rebecca Farms, actually, to groom for a week with Tammy Smith and tried a horse that she was riding in the one store at the time um drove the 24 hours back with her and then uh rode the horse and ended up loving him um and buying him and he ended up being my first preliminary horse um by the time I was still in South Lake Tahoe so I actually moved part-time during the week to Reno to ride with a girl there and then I think in the beginning of 2015 maybe I think I was 14 um my mom so it's technically my mom is cousins with Frankie so Frankie's my second cousin um and so Frankie introduced my mom to Andrea Pfeiffer who uh runs Tropical Horse Farm in Petaluma and they somehow came up with a plan for me to move to Petaluma I lived with Mallory Hogan for a bit and then I lived with a family friend and then I ended up living with Amber Levine for quite a while. Um, I hope she's doing well. I know she had a pretty scary fall at Galway this weekend, Mm. but she's she's on the mend already. Um, But so that was kind of my high school years. I was just going training level and then moved up to prelim. Um, I did online school so I could move. So that was very fun. And then I was getting ready to do, I think, my first, like, CIC one star, the two short. Um, and the horse was like, yeah, not really playing the game anymore. So I went with Andrea um, out here to Ocala in search of a preliminary horse to take me to Young Riders, be my first intermediate horse. And I came back with my four-and-a-half-year-old, the 2 a.m. horse, who's now my advanced horse. Wow. So not exactly what I was looking for, but 100% the best decision I've ever made. Um, Andrea definitely had to sit me down and was like, okay, it's going to be years before you go preliminary again. This is not a go to Young Riders this year horse. And I was like, yeah, it's fine. So I that's the horse I bought and brought him back to the West coast and did some novices and then moved him up to training as a five-year-old and did the young event horse on the West coast. Um, and then kind of from there as a six-year-old, he went preliminary, did a couple one stars at the end of the year. Um, seven-year-old went intermediate in, in a seven-year-old year, I did young riders. Um, which I was lucky enough to win. He was a very good boy. He's taken me to some pretty cool places. Um, Then at the end of that year, I, what was that? I think I went to college. That was that year um, and down in San Diego. So I was in my first semester of college and I wanted to go to jockey club. 
So I convinced my mom to fly out with Abe and I took a test and then flew out the next day and did the three long. Um, And then for my second semester, I was in full training with Tammy. I was doing the hour drive every day from San Diego. Um, And then COVID kind of broke out. So I went back up north to Petaluma and I rode on the flat with Lilo four for a few months. And then I went back to school again in San Diego last fall. And then in the spring, well, winter, um, Tammy had planned the trip out east. And so I hopped aboard. And when we got here, I was like, yeah, this is what I want to do. I want to stay out here. I don't like college. It's stupid. (laughs) Um, Maybe one day I'll get my degree online to please my family. But the whole going to school in San Diego thing wasn't working. So that's kind of when I stepped off not on my own. I was riding with the laws a lot, which I still am now. Um, but I kind of decided after making the U25s and having my horse going advanced and stuff, I really wanted to be out here full time. So I kind of left Tammy's full time program and she has helped me a ton since then. And I was riding with the laws and I ride on the flat with Peter Gray. Um, and so that kind of brought us to the spring and being out here. And then since then, it's been a little bit of a wreck. Um, Right before, like three days before I shipped out for Jersey Fresh, um, my upper level horse was severely, severely ill. Um, He went into full anaphylactic shock from an allergy to Gentison. So he's the first horse that pretty much any vet has ever heard of that's been allergic to Gen. What is that for? What what is what is that for? For anyone who doesn't know, Gentison uh, is a um, antibiotic. So it's a antibiotic that is administered through the vein, um, and within, I didn't have my routine vet out because she was in Kentucky. Um, Dr. Lisa Casanella, she's the best. Um, but so a vet from Peterson and Smith came out and it was literally for a splinter on his leg. And I was not concerned, but because it was the week before an FEI, it's what a good person would do is to, you know, just to make sure we weren't going to have an issue at the cum drugs. So she gave him the shot and within 30 seconds, he was in dripping in sweat, but a cold sweat, um, panting, like convulsing his body and I was like something's wrong with him this is really bad this horse is not like this and she's like well maybe he's colicking I'm like no this is really really bad this is something happened from the shot so I was freaking out so I called my really good family friend and um, FEI vet on the west coast Chris Purcell and I was like I don't know what to do and she's like you just need to take him to the clinic and while this was happening, he pretty much walked under a tree, laid down and closed his eyes. Oh, oh my wow. goodness. And I was a wreck. Um, as you can imagine, my best friend, like the horses means more than anything else in the world to me. And Autumn Schweiss, who I base with or I rent stalls from, um, she, she was like, I'm going to drive you to the clinic because you will not be operating a vehicle at the moment. And I was like, okay, thank you. 
So she drove us to Peterson and Smith. The only way I was able to get him in the trailer is driving my truck and trailer past him, which he hates truck and trailers because he's a quirky guy. Um, And so he popped up, we got him in the trailer and we took him there and his core temperature when he got there was 94 degrees. Um, I have Dr. Carol Clark, who is fully responsible for saving his life. Um, she said she's never seen a sicker horse that lived. Wow. At what point in time was the vet that was there uh, starting to acknowledge that there was a problem? Like, really happened wow I'm like you can take him if you want and i was like yeah i will be what? taking him yeah that's crazy wow. so, she was she really thought it was colic but i just know the horse and i just knew that it wasn't and i just didn't want to take a chance um so luckily i trusted my gut um but he was there for three and a half weeks pretty much every day it was if she calls me at 7 a.m., he's alive because that's a good update. If she calls me any other time, it's not good. So luckily I got a call at 7 a.m. every day. Um, I had one other horse, my mare, that I had gotten uh, about a year ago. And Autumn luckily just kind of took her over. And I went to Peterson Smith at 8 a.m. every day and didn't leave until 4 p.m. And I just sat with him. Wow. And he was, I mean so so sick he lost over 100 pounds he was bleeding internally he got severe colitis his heart rate was over 80 for three weeks straight um his temp was over 103 for three weeks straight and i mean it carried on he was getting four bags of plasma a day i mean like his blood levels were that of a horse that should have died um so that was the scariest thing to ever happen to me um and they kept saying like we can put him down we like if you can't you know if you don't want to put him through this and I obviously didn't want to put him through it but there was just something every time I got there he would just get a little bit happier and I just didn't think that he was ready to go and I like I said I've known him I've had him for five years and I just never got the feeling that he wanted to give up Mm. and I knew that if the time came, he would tell me because I know him so, so well. And he just never did. And every day he would, you could just tell he was trying so hard to live. And, you know, I mean, in my opinion, the horse is one of the most talented horses in the United States at the moment. And every day with him has been a privilege thus far. But now just to say that he's alive is a miracle. And like one of the best internists in the country, Dr. Clark says he's a miracle horse. So then for weeks after that, we I was able to bring him home. But, I mean, he was getting meds seven times a day. I was up throughout the entire night giving him meds. And and Lisa was there at least once a day, if not more. And we just kind of nursed him along and got some weight on him. And uh, he had two thrombos veins, um, one at his lateral thoracic right where the girth goes, and the other in his jugular vein. Um his jugular vein is still like the size of a baseball behind his jaw. And it's like a total rope all the way down from his, the top of his ear or the bottom of his ear to the bottom of his chest. And you can feel it. it's a complete rope. There is no blood flow and he probably won't ever have blood flow again through his right jugular. So, and that's just from being so sick and 
it just got infected. And so we don't think that will affect him. Um, he He's made a very, very good recovery. He was actually starting to jump, and then I had a bit of an issue with um, his shoeing. So he's on, he took a bit of a step back and now he's coming back again. But I mean, the fact that he's alive, like no day will ever be taken for granted again. And he'll pretty much, I think, tell us what he wants to do. And I think that there's no way he would have fought that hard and not continue to fight because the horse loves to event. I mean, it's just, he's so happy to go out of the start box. And I think if he wants anything in his life, I think it's to do that again. So that's kind of the goal there. But I've recently this summer, like I have my mare that I've had for almost a year now and she's, she's coming along. She's kind of for sale, but I'm not marketing her a ton. I I don't think eventing is her end all be all, but she's coming along and I'm learning a ton on her. So if someone wants to come and try her, then she's for sale. But as of right now, I'm just kind of enjoying the journey with her. And what's uh, her name? My mom, uh, Timeless Jade. I have a kind of theme that I name all of my horses related to time because my first um, advanced horse is 2 a.m. Oh. So, yeah, any, any, any horse related to time is probably mine. Um, and then my mom has a five year old that she got as, I think he was a week old. And I started him as a four-year-old, and when I came out east at the beginning of the year, I didn't know if I was staying or not, so he didn't come with me. But now, I think like two months ago, he shipped out, and so he's here now. His name is First and Shine DF. Um, so he is starting to kind of event a little bit. He'll do some dressage, and he'll see what he wants to do. Um, and then I have a horse landing on – well, tomorrow it'll get up to Ocala later this week. So I think, I think that one's going to be named high noon, which okay. is the, another time name. So that's very exciting. And that's pretty much where I'm at right now. Very cool. So this today is Monday, the eighth. Eighth. Yes. So two tomorrow is Tuesday. So by the time this comes out, High noon will have landed and will be there. So hopefully by then there's pictures and all that on the website or on the on the Facebook page. Yeah, hopefully. I've never ridden him. I brought him off of a video. So <laughs> we'll see. Um, Where's he coming from? Germany. Okay. Yeah. So he's four and he's jumped like three times, I think. <laughs> and super green, but I really like his type. Um, I have a friend in Germany that helps me find horses. And so she sent him to me and she's like, I think you like this one. And I was like, okay, sounds good. <laughs> well, let's vet him. Wow. So I'm hoping I do. Like how many but videos I, did you go through? Like how many, like, was there a lot or was it, was it like, Hey, I'm uh, looking for a horse. And here's like, she's just like, bam, this is the one for you. Or so she sends me multiple a week. So I go through a lot. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yeah. wow. That's uh, exciting. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that. And hopefully sometime soon I'll add to the string. But right now that's what we got. Sounds like it's pretty good. So let's just get this right. So you're um you're you're on your own though. You're you're not working for anybody. You're 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 you have your own business right now? Yes, I just kind of launched my own business. Um, I'm doing a lot of freelance work for people. Um, 
I am available for lessons and I hopefully within the spring, um, a few stalls will open up for training or sales horses, but right now it's pretty much just freelance and lessons. Gotcha. So what do you mean by freelancing? What type of freelancing do you do? Like, what, what are you, I saw your ads, but just tell us in your words, what, what, what it is you, you type of work you're, you do and that you're looking to pick up and things of that sort. Um, I mean, like for example, this week I'm doing someone's lates all week while they're at try on and I can go freelance groom. I have a lot of experience grooming at, um, big FEIs and, it's just kind of whatever people need, I'm hopefully willing to do. I'm, I'm willing to do. Hopefully, it'll be able to work. Um, and, yeah, so that's just kind of whatever is needed. I'm going to try my best to get it done and keep just working hard. And I think every opportunity teaches you something. Um, you know, there was a bit there that the laws were shorthanded, so I worked for them half days. So I still had time to do my own horses and now they're fully staffed and now I don't need to work for them. So it's just kind of things like that where people need help, then I'm here to help. And if not, then I have my own horses. So. Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. I, when, when I saw Charlotte's kind of post about freelancing and looking up work, I thought that's very awesome. I thought it was really cool that you're like, hey, I'm here and, and this, these are the things I can do. And, <clears throat> you know, like you're, you, you know. Got 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 to put food on the table. <laughs> so whatever it takes. Exactly. Yes. Trying to help help my mom help me as much as I possibly can. She's yeah. been my biggest supporter for very hurtful, for forever yeah, for my right, entire right. life, <laughs> <laughs> and she always will be. But I know it's always appreciated when I can help out a little bit. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. Now, if you don't mind me asking, I know this isn't appropriate. Men aren't supposed to ask ladies their age, but I mean, she's young, so you can get away with it, right? Yeah. yeah. Would it be would it be rude if I asked how old you are? Because we know you're under 25. So how yes, old are you? I'm, I'm 20. 20 okay. years old, Karen. Out there, 3,000 miles from home. Is mom out with you or is she still back in California? No, I haven't lived with my parents since I was 14. So. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. Nothing new. <laughs> well, Hey. She's a go-getter. That's awesome. Yeah. I think it's fantastic. Lake Tahoe. Not many people would move away from Lake yeah, Tahoe. Yeah, no, I'm thinking that that sounds really nice. Yeah, it snows there. It's not my mm. vibe. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> but in the summer, you get this nice big lake to play on, right? It's still so cold, though. Really? When the 80, it's just... 80's not enough. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, Tahoe's great. I, I love to go visit there. I um, My mom actually lives just on the Nevada side of Lake Tahoe and Gardnerville. Um, and my dad just sold his house and his business in Lake Tahoe. So no longer have a place to fully go to Tahoe, but right around the corner is my mom's house. So that definitely works to go visit. Gotcha. And then you said, hopefully with some stalls, if some stalls open up, you'll be willing to <clears throat> like you, you, when stalls open up, do you want to take in like training horses or sale horses or, or students or what is your, what's the plan here over the next couple months or year? Probably any of the above. Um, I, I would love to do training horses and, I've done, I've um, done a little bit of sales horses and not myself, but I, w- I was riding the sales horses for a friend, um, Lisa Peacock on the West coast. And so I did that for a little bit and I just had a lot of fun learning how to show horses and how to make them appealing for sales and stuff. So if I could do that again, that'd be awesome or horses in training. And I think I'd definitely be willing to take in um, a client 
I'd probably be more apt to go somewhere else to teach clients so that I didn't take up a training spot in the barn. Um, but kind of whatever people are willing to do and want to do. And like I said, I mean, I'm pretty easygoing. I can work everything out if I can. Gotcha. Very cool. Now you're also a member of the under 25 squad. So you mentioned Leslie kind of working for him and, and, and taking lessons with him. Right. But then as far as the under 20, 25 program goes, can you tell us a little bit um, if you can somewhat separate that a little bit, but, you know, tell us a little bit about that under 25 program and, and uh, yeah, you know. it's been great. Um, I, I was on the U teams a couple of years ago. And so that was kind of the introduction of the program, which was great, but being California, you know, there's only so much Leslie can come out. So now being out here this year and on the under 25s, it's been super great. And yes, Leslie is my full-time coach, but to have him go to horse shows and, you know, he goes to almost all of them as the U25 coach. And so I had his coaching at shows and his ability to walk the courses with me. And if I ever have any questions, he's literally, I mean, I, I hacked my lessons so I can pretty much just drive up the road and ask questions and get help and watch him ride his horses. And, um, you know, I, like I said, this summer, I didn't really have a ton of horses, so I wasn't really able to participate in a lot of the U25 stuff with uh, my upper level horse being sick. But throughout the whole spring, he was there for coaching at all the shows. And I know there was opportunities to ride with like Peter Wild and um, a few other people. I'm not sure, honestly, because I was unable to go yeah, um, nice. just because of horse shows. And I just couldn't make the drive up to up north or to the Carolinas or anything. Um, but I think the program is so good for people my age and trying to step out on their own and, and make it in this sport and hopefully like hoping to be on the senior teams. Um, it gives you a good taste of it. And like, it wasn't the under 25s, but last year I was on the developing, what was it called? The developing rider team, I think for, or no, the futures team challenge. That's oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was on the futures team challenge last fall at Galway. And so that's kind of another thing they're doing in conjunction with the U25s where we start getting the experience like the Europeans do at all the nation's cups. And I think that's so, so important because it really gives a good foundation. And I think it's starting to build up our foundation of young riders for the U S heck. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Leslie's a great coach. I could tell you that. And the guy, the guy really cares and, and he, he, he is, yes, he is a gold medalist. I mean, come on, you know, I mean, can you ask for yeah. you know a better coach yeah, than a gold medalist? What's that? I'm definitely lucky. Yeah, yeah. Nah, he's he's yeah. great. And Leslie, other Leslie, Grant, Leslie, she's uh, fantastic too. Mm -hmm. Both been guests, Karen. Yes, both both been guests. So that's very cool. Mm -hmm. And your old roommate Mallory was a guest. Yeah. Your old coach was a guest, Tammy. Yeah. yeah. Your cousin. Your cousin. Oh my goodness. <laughs> what took us what took us so long, Karen? I don't know. Come on now. <laughs> well, that's cool, Charlotte. Well, hopefully your one horse kind of gets back and, you know, gets a hundred percent soon. Yeah, I'm hoping to bring him out in the spring and we'll just take it day by day. And like I said, I think mentally he wants to do it all and we'll just see what physically he's able to do. Um, you know, we don't know. Like Lisa tells me all the time, she's like, I just don't know because we've never seen this before and we've never seen something so bad. So pretty much every day is just a new mystery and 
we just keep going and hope that it continues on the same track of going really well. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank God. Thank you for sharing that story. I know that's traumatic, but (laughs) you know, but the nice thing, it's not nice, but the thing is, we always feel like we're the only person that has the horse that got sick or we're, or, or, you know, that had a bad day or had a shooting problem. I had to take a step back and, and it happens to, to everybody. And unfortunately it happened to you while you're, you know, getting ready to go to Jersey and things are popping for you and you're only under 25s and it kind of made you take a step back, but you know, you're still out there, you're still working hard and you shared the story. And I, and I, I appreciate that mm-hmm. very much that, that, yeah, um, you. you know, you're willing yeah, to share that. It's definitely brought a new appreciation to kind of the sport and, people who are in, I had people sending me messages that I'd never met, you know, anything. And they're just like, you need anything or sharing their experiences and pretty much just the outpouring of support was so nice to hear and feel. And, um, you know, it was, it was interesting because I think I've been very, very lucky to have an up and coming young horse who was very successful and took me to so many big events and, at the top of the leaderboard and, and that was amazing. But then when he got sick and I had a mare that wasn't very trained and, and wasn't at the top of the leaderboard and really wasn't eventing much anyway, I think it really showed me that I actually still want to do this. Um, a lot of people were like, do you really want to do this? Is this really what you want to do now that your upper level horse is out? And I, and I had to think long and hard about it because I've thought about quitting in the past when it gets, you know, it's the days are long. And and I was like, I could have played basketball and, and I dropped out of college and I only went to one year of actual high school. And so I've definitely missed a lot of experiences and I've missed a lot of time with my family moving away. But I think just this whole experience has really showed me that no matter what comes my way, like I just still enjoy it. I still like going out to the barn every day, you know, doing my weights it makes me happy and I get to hack my horses and ride them and whatever it is I mean my horse is currently trotting a few minutes a day and it's just the best few minutes of my day (laughs) so I think like it just kind of showed it it told me that I kind of have what it takes I'm hoping that it just kind of renewed the the passion for the sport I guess gotcha that's very cool it is very nice good to hear yes Good to hear. You got it. Man, I mean, the, the, how, are you very tall? Are you a tall person playing basketball and stuff? Yeah, I'm 5'9". Five 5'9". Nine. Five nine. Okay. okay. Yeah. So you're not super tall, but on the taller side. Gotcha. Can you dunk? No. I, I can dunk. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> Why are you going to lie? Why are you going to dime me out like that? <laughs> I don't even think you can make a foul shot. I used to be very close to being able to dunk. I used to be able to touch the rim, Karen. I was just a, two inches away. Touch the rim, but can you do it with a ball? Listen, that's the next step. It's one step at a time. Those are the little details. Those don't matter. My, my problem is dribbling. <laughs> and, and shooting. Not, and not food. <laughs> not dribbling like something you drink, right? Oh, I dribble. I dribble my drinks too. You know, look at look at any shirt I have has a stain on it from something I've. <laughs> you know, you're married to me. <laughs> Poor Charlotte's like, get me out of here. Karen, save me over here. All right. So, Charlotte, you did the show. We're going to play quick fire questions. Quick fire questions. And this quick fire questions is brought to you by Taylor Harris Insurance Services. So, five questions and very strict grading at the end. No layups. 
Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> All right. So first question, favorite writer growing up? Um, I think kind of a tie between William Fox Pitt and Lynn Smansky. Okay. Well, they're very similar people, writers and everything. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke that was a joke I yes i think lynn will smack you next sarcasm. time she sees you sarcasm <laughs> no but good answers both are good all right uh the reason behind your cross-country colors um i'm still kind of figuring out my colors i've been through a lot of them i started as um what was it lime green and then lime green zebra, and then tie-dye, and then hunter green. This is all when I was like 12. And then I moved to Chocolate Horse Farm, and Andrea's colors are the red and gray. So I wore red for four years with her, and then for my year with Tammy, I rode in her helmet cover. And I think now I'm kind of trying to design the same kind of color scheme, like the red is the main color with maybe um, navy blue and gray and white mixed in. So... That's just kind of just been the barns I've been in. And I really like the red. I think it stands out and it, you know, people know you when you're on cross country. So. Yes. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I like, the, I like the red. I like red. Yeah. Red's good. Yeah. Very cool. A red, white, blue, gray, zebra stripe. There Ooh, we go. With lime green. With lime green. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put it in a blender. <laughs> I still have one lime green bucket. But I, in my horse's stalls, so it's still there a little bit. That's <laughs> hey, you know, lime green, you, you can't miss her. Yeah, can't miss that one either. I like it. Good answer. Good answer. I'm not quite that brave anymore. No. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what is one thing that you love most about eventing? Um, I think the community is pretty amazing and I I found like moving from the West Coast to the East Coast, I thought it would be a lot different. But even when I just came out here for Jockey Club, everyone's just so nice and so welcoming. And I think no matter what, you have a family. And, you know, apart from that, I think the relationship you build with your horses is unmatched. I mean, you in order to go and gallop those fences, you need a pretty good relationship. And I think that's really special. And I think just the whole journey of it and starting from the beginning and getting to a goal is pretty special. Good answer. Good answer. Good answers, Karen. All right. If you could change one thing about the sport, what would it be? Oh, that's a hard one. Um, I don't know. I mean, I really don't like dressage. (laughs) 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 Um, no, um, I don't know. I think I think we're doing a really good job of trying to evolve the sport to be better. And, you know, the safety side of it is definitely coming along. And I think everyone's trying really hard to figure out the best way to make it, still make it challenging, still make it fun, and, but make it really safe for the horses and riders. And I think that if we can just continue to change that, then I think it'd be pretty ideal. All right. Very good. good. good All right. So last question. If you could ride any horse, past, present, or fiction, who would it be? 
Chilly morning. Good Great answer. answer. Great answer. Very good answer. <laughs> Karen, some yeah. solid answers. Yeah. A plus plus. A plus plus. Excellent job. <laughs> well done. Well, I think I think that though we really need a single answer. Is it William Fox Pitt or Lynn Szymanski? Oh. We have to listen. We we there's no hedge in here. We've you had gotta, Lynn on. Yeah, but that does that shouldn't have anything to do with her no, answer. We need no. to know. You got to make a decision. You got to oh, go no. one or the other. Oh. Who's feeling? Listen, oh, we had people. Should... We had people decide between David and Karen. We can't not do it with Lynn and William. Come on. Oh no. <laughs> um, I'd say Lynn. All right, I Lynn. Think... It is. She's. That's an excellent answer. On my vision board as a kid, I always had pictures of Lynn. There you so. go. There you go. There Lynn. you go. Lynn it is. Bonus points. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> a plus plus cherry on top with the answer. <laughs> so I like it. Well done. Well done. So, so Charlotte, do you have any advice for that young writer trying to make it in the sport? Yeah, I think, I mean, I'm, so I'm still a young writer myself. So I think if any, if I could say something to myself and the other young writers, I think it's just to stay humble and stay true to yourself. Um, you know, take every opportunity you possibly can. You can learn from literally anything um, and surround yourself with people that have the same goals as you. Cause then, you know, you're working, you're all working towards the same thing. You're all going through the same thing. You're, you have the same highs, the same lows, maybe not at the same time, but I think it's really important to surround yourself with people who support you in the ways you need it. Even if you don't know, you need that. Yeah. yeah. Good answer. Great advice. Wise words, Karen. Yes. So just, um, one question circling back to one of your answers about like school and, and things of that sort. Like, you know, you said you haven't lived at home since you were 14 and you kind of just did online high school and, and left college and, and leaving college was pretty recent decision. So I, I'd imagine that's, you know, still pretty fresh, but do, do you regret the, the kind of the going this full-time horse person lifestyle so early, or are you still, are you glad of the decisions that you made so far? Um, I don't think I have any regrets. I think everything that I've done is, I mean, like I said, to take every opportunity you can. And my family supported me immeasurable. And I just think that, I mean, yeah, I did move away when I was 14, my freshman year of high school. And I did the first three years of high school online. I think like at that time I, I regretted doing that because I was like, I really want a high school experience. Um, so that's why I did go back to my senior year of high school, which was one of the best decisions I'll also always make for myself because I was able to ride. I was able to compete. I was competing at the FEI levels and, you know, but I met some of my really good friends. I met my boyfriend and I think that was really important for me. Um, and then going to college, I, I needed to go to college to, um, to continue my family's support of me they're very big into education and which I totally get. And I think like with COVID and it was all online and then everything, I was still doing online school um, through the college in the spring semester. And then I pretty much failed out on accident because of finals were the week that you got sick. So I was pretty much like, yeah, no. And um, 
I didn't go back this semester. They're still calling me, asking me why I haven't registered for classes because I haven't actually dropped out yet. But um, I think I'll, I plan on finishing my degree online, but I definitely don't have any regrets leaving the full-time college. You know, I'm in a sorority, but I was never able to participate. So it's just not worth it to me. I think I'm living my dream right now. And that's kind of always what I've had to tell myself is it would have, I think it would have been very, very different if I hadn't gotten um, my 2am horse because he is the worst. He's my first big horse and most people don't get them when they're 15. Like it just is rare that your first big horse comes around when you're 15. And, and the fact that I have him and I just feel like I kind of had to do these things to do injustice. um, I think that's, kind of what's kept me going and kept me from having any regrets because it's what I've always wanted. And yeah, it's coming a few years earlier than, you know, quote unquote ideal, but I can't complain. (laughs) I mean, I'm literally living my childhood dream. Yeah. That is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. I just thought it was, you know, it's just a question to ask anyone that's listening, you know, people who are going through the same thing as you, you know, it's not an uncommon thing to have young people online school and mm-hmm. you know doing following the same kind of a path you are and i'm just kind of curious your perspective since it's all still it's not it's not far off in the past it was you know in the last four or five years so i appreciate you being honest yeah. about that and, and and all that good stuff mm-hmm. so i love that name 2 a.m karen I that's a too. good that's a good i, I like name. that that's a good name. I have the song uh, Matt Flynn and Ported In. So Matt always names his horses either Get Something or After a Song. So there's a song by, I believe, a band called The Bare Hands called 2AM. So that's where he's named after. It's a very funky song, but that's kind of his story. How about that? And then that started your time thing. That's cool. Yep. Yeah. That's that. really cool. That's fun. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of fun. So, uh, as we kind of start winding things down, we always ask about any sponsors or supporters that you'd like to shout out. So if you have anybody that you'd like to shout out, you know, the floor is yours. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, 100% my mom and my dad, they've supported me endlessly. Um, they're like my best friends and <laughs> my actual best friend, Lauren, she's, she's my FEI groom. She's always there. All my long formats. She can handle um, Abe because he's, pretty feral when he's fit well (laughs) honestly he's feral now too but uh so she's kind of my rock and she she's just like my soulmate as a best friend um my boyfriend supports me in everything I do and he's a competitive baseball player he plays in college right now so he understands and it's nice to have someone who's kind of the going through the same thing as me but with a different sport um so and just my whole family they've always been so supportive of you know me moving away and but making sure they stay in touch and supporting pretty much any decision I ever make um and then I have a few sponsors Auburn Labs with APF Pro um that prevalent has been I think I've used it for six years now seven years maybe and I've never I had a horse off of it for one month and it got ulcers so now all of my horses are required to get it. <laughs> um, I even take it when I'm going to get sick or when I feel myself getting sick. Um, bluegrass animal products with Equiotic has been a probiotic that's helped uh, 2AM quite a bit because he has a lot of stomach issues. 
Um, Yock and Schleza with Schleza dressage saddles, they custom fit the saddles to the horse. And, and that's also been a big thing with my horses who are sensitive in their backs. Um, choice of champions. I've recently started using their supplements and their true sweat is what helped um, the 2am horse start sweating again after he was sick. Um, professionals choice. I've always used their boots for a long time and all of their products are unmatched. Um, Frilly Philly's bonnets are in my opinion, the best on the market. They're beautiful. They're well-made. Nancy is so easy to work with. They're completely customizable. Um, and then last but certainly not least is Grant Schultz. He does all my horse's body work and the amount of times he's saved me and <laughs> made them feel so much better is all the time. And so he is definitely a big, very big staple in my program as well. Wow. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good group of supporters. Yes, Karen. definitely. Sounds awesome. Yeah. So how do we follow along? Do you have a social media website? I have a Facebook and an Instagram. Um, the Facebook is CB Equestrian and the Instagram is like underscore CB Equestrian and then another underscore. Um, but they're both under Charlotte Babbitt. So gotcha. yeah, that's about it. I don't have a website. And then we saw that you're now you're, you're, you're starting to come out with a newsletter. Can you tell us a little bit about that and what people can expect there? Um, yeah, I'm just starting it. I work with Audrey Stanka. She helps me with my social media um, and so she came up with the idea and so we're just pretty much just starting it this week, honestly. Um, but I'm hoping to do probably monthly newsletters with updates on all the horses and any training tips people want. And, you know, a few people have commented and dropped things on my Instagram of what they want to hear. And so I'm just kind of hoping to be able to keep in touch and keep everyone updated and, I always signed up for those type of things when I was a kid. So I think it'd be really cool to have people be able to do the same thing to me and just keep everyone kind of in the loop, um, you know, for sponsors and for owners and stuff like that, just to be able to know what's going on. And I know my mom's a big owner um, for a lot of people. So I know she always appreciates all of the communication and all the updates and stuff. So gotcha. Very cool. Very, very cool. Yeah. Karen, we know Audrey. Yes, we do. Now, Audrey might have a bad opinion of me. Oh, rare form Robbie. Rare form Robbie <laughs> went out one night and, and <laughs> ran in. we ran into Audrey and Zach. Actually, we were out. Okay. So as Audrey ever says, boy, that robs something else. <laughs> we, we were, we went, we went, we, 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 Karen and I went to dinner mm -hmm. and then we ran into Danny Warrington Danny and, and Kelly, Kelly Warrington mm -hmm. of Landsafe. Because we all had the same favorite restaurant. We're yep. from the same hometown. And then it turns out, straight after Kentucky, Zach and Audrey came and they stayed at Boyd's at Windora to gear up for Jersey Fresh. Yes, that's right. Yep. So, and they know Danny from way back. So they met with Danny for dinner at our favorite restaurant too. And by then, I was letting it loose a little bit that night. I had a very long week <laughs> and I might have had... I might have been overserved. I'm I'm pretty positive. Pretty sure I was you were. <laughs> so rare form Robbie was out. So but Danny didn't help. Danny never helps. Danny <laughs> Danny's the root of all 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 you know craziness. So 
But uh, that's all good fun. But uh, yeah, so Audrey caught me in rare form. Yeah. So if, if 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 you talk to Audrey and you say, "Wow, I met Karen and Rob," if she like rolls her eyes and says, "Oh my God, was he sober?" I'm <laughs> sober. I got water. Yes. I just yes. that was a rare form night that that's night. Awesome. Yeah. So. <laughs> Shout out to Audrey Stanka. So yeah, and She's Zach. The so they should be getting married soon, right? Did they have a date? What's going on with them too? I don't know if they have a date, but they're definitely getting married soon. Mm, come on, you kids. Legendary wedding. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's going to be legendary. Ooh. Hey-o. Legend. <laughs> wait for it. Dairy. Dairy. Boom. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, that sounds like fun. Awesome. So um, what we look forward to, well, we're going to sign up for the newsletter. How do we sign up for the newsletter? How yeah. do you sign up? Um, I can probably just go comment on any of my posts or email. There's a post on my Facebook page that just has it, the information about the newsletter. And if you want to go comment your email on that, then I will put you on the list. All right. Super. All right. And then we have, so Karen, d- d- mm-hmm. this is coming out. This is, it's Wednesday. It is Wednesday. The, uh, what's the, what's Wednesday? The next Wednesday, Karen. Next. So today's Tuesday. So Wednesday, whenever t- the day the this 16th? comes out, everyone's got to come and then the they 17th. Gotta, the 17th. So yep. we got to, everyone's got to, you got to definitely, Charlotte, you had to have pictures up of the brand new horse. High noon, Karen. High noon. You got to have pictures of high noon on the, on the, on the Facebook and, and the Instagram so people can mm-hmm. come and check it out. Like and follow the pages, right, Karen? Yes. You and me are going to be out of the country. I know. We're going to go on a little siesta. We're going a little Bahaman. So jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we will be, we might not even have internet where we're going. I don't even know. I hope we do. <laughs> we're going on a cruise. So you got to pay for even internet. So, you know, so we're going to be cruising to the Bahamas. So uh, we will be out of the office while this is on, mm-hmm. Karen. So don't bother us. Out of the office. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But w- without fail, we will not miss a week of no. the show, Karen. No, we will not. We have never missed a week. We're not starting now, Karen. Never. Even on vacation. So Charlotte's got the very special. Charlotte, you got to hold down the fort for us while we're on vacation. So the whole week next week is all on your shoulders, okay? No pressure. No pressure. She freelances. She can do anything. Yeah, She's right. good. Awesome. Well, Charlotte, thank you so much. Karen, wasn't this great this getting in there, Charlotte? This was great. Thank you guys so much for having me on. This has been so much fun. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Please like Major League Eventing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And join our community, Major League Eventers, on Facebook. Cheers!